Boys, and welcome to another edition of LGBT in the Ring, your rainbow bastion for all things pro wrestling. I am your host, Brian Bell, here once again with you on the Outsports Podcast Network, and I am stoked for this one. Um, obviously, last week um, we said that we were going to be talking about uh, New Japan Dominion, and we are still going to talk about Dominion at some point, but certain things take priority, and one of those certain things happens to be Sonny Kiss from All Elite Wrestling. Um, Sonny is set to take on Cody for the TNT Championship at Fight for the Fallen on Wednesday, uh, and we had the chance to sit down with him ahead of the match and have a nice, good conversation about um, LGBTQ representation, uh, how LGBTQ personalities have been pushed to the forefront in AEW in their short history. You know, we've seen, we've talked about, you know, Nyla winning the, the women's championship there on this show before and just how they've put people into these prominent positions um, that showcase identities that really haven't been showcased on large mainstream stages within pro wrestling before. And Sonny is another bright example of that. Um, obviously, you know, last year, before this show started, uh, if this show had been around last year, for last year's Fight for the Fallen, uh, we would have been talking about Sonny's match against uh, Peter Avalon, um, his first singles match in the company, that really put Sonny, like, out front and center for the first time in a way that really showed what, not just what Sonny could do in the ring, but what um, proper representation can do for a fan base, really. Um, also, I think it's very interesting and cool to see um, someone who identifies as gender fluid being accurately represented uh, within a company. Um, just the fact that gender fluidity is even something that is put out there uh, and on a mainstream stage um, is is an accomplishment in and of itself. But to have it be authentic in, in the way that that it does with, with Sonny just being who he is. Um, it's really awesome to see. But I had the chance to sit down with Sonny, and we had a nice little chat about everything, including not just the match coming out with Cody, but also uh, his new partnership with Joey Janela that we've been seeing on the show. So we, we dive into a few different things here, but... I. I don't want to take up any more of this time. I just want to get into this conversation because it was a fun one to have, and I think it's going to be a fun one to listen to. So check out Sonny Kiss here on LGBT in the Ring. All right, guys, guys, and non-binary pals, welcome back to LGBT in the Ring, and I am super excited to have a very special guest on this week. Um, he is setting up for probably his largest opportunity. Uh, so far in All Elite Wrestling coming up on uh, Fight for the Fallen. <laughs> he has been well-known and celebrated within LGBTQ pro wrestling circles for years at this point, but now is, finds himself in All Elite Wrestling and is set to challenge Cody for the TNT Championship and bring all of the fierceness for the LGBTQ pro wrestling fans as well as showcasing his own abilities for all of pro wrestling. Please welcome the Concrete Rose, Sunny Kiss to the show. How are you doing today, Sunny? 
Hi, how are you? That's quite the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to build up guests that deserve it, and every guest has deserved that, it so far. That's the build up heading to the comeback. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm, it's awesome that you're here. I'm glad we had a chance to talk ahead of this match um, because your journey in All Elite, um, even before All Elite, has been something that has been awesome to watch. I am curious, though, wherever, before signing with All Elite for wrestling, what was it like getting that call that All Elite was looking at you? And what was it like whenever you finally had that, that contract in hand? Um, well, the, getting the call was really, well, it wasn't the call, it was actually um, a message. It was Brandy sliding into my DMs. Um, <laughs> and she's asking me, as I, am I signed anywhere else? And um, I was. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I was with Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is interesting you say about the contract it was like getting that contract because it it took a while because i wasn't able to get the contract because i was still signed and locked in with them so it took a very long time but when i finally got it it felt really good because i felt like i finally quote unquote made it like i felt i felt like i was like okay like here we go like finally someone is investing in me so i felt really good it's curious you mentioned like this, this this idea of investing in you because I feel like you know you you had been on on before even before Lucha Underground you've been on the indie circuit for a while on the East Coast and making a name for yourself and you know I think you were one of the first people that I saw that really like of course you spoke to LGBTQ audiences um, but your performances in the ring really started to translate to other audiences as well where. You know, we see it less and less now, but kind of the history in, within pro wrestling is like sometimes LGBTQ wrestling speaks to LGBTQ audiences and doesn't really transcend to more. Did you find AEW as an opportunity to um, expand on that, being able to, to showcase yourself and, and, and bring in more audiences to see just what Sunny Kiss brought to the table? Um, yes, of course. Um, I feel like um, that the best way to... Um get people to talk, get, get people to um, understand different perspectives and different lifestyles is to open that dialogue. And I feel like it's, um, it's only great that I'm, it's, it's even better that I'm on a national platform and I'm able to do that. So I think it definitely um, uh, broadens my audience for sure. And of course, being on that, that AEW stage um, kind of speaks to this, this larger idea of representation. I think it's a huge thing right now, not just in pro wrestling, but like all uh, realms of media. Um, AEW has been very uh, forward-facing when it comes to LGBTQ representation, obviously signing you, signing Nyla, um, and, and putting both of you in fairly high-profile spots um, at, from an early stage. Um, what does it mean to you to see that, that level of commitment from a, a major uh, American company? Uh, it feels really good um, to like feel that like level of commitment. It's, uh, it's unheard of, to be honest, <laughs> especially having two, yeah. um, two of color at that. Um, um, and with me being effeminate, I feel like it's also kind of like a, it's like, wow like it's 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 amazing like it's really sometimes i get choked up on words just trying just even thinking about it um yeah no it's it's a beautiful thing and i'm like you know, nyla and i talk we talk about it all the time it was like 
they're literally taking a chance on us. Like, thank you, Tony, for taking a chance on us because I, and we understand, you know, the, the backlash, we understand the ignorance and um, we're just glad that he's giving us the opportunity. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, speaking of, since you brought up like, you know, being effeminate, like I think that sometimes just the blanket term LGBTQ has a tendency to let other identities within that community get lost in a way. And mm-hmm. one, th- one thing that I've really liked to see- seeing with AEW's representation of the community is that, you know, we're seeing like Nyla is trans. You don't, you, you never have seen that really on, on major pro wrestling television up until then. And you don't really see many um, representations of someone who is gender fluid, such as yourself. You know, like speaking to to that community, like it really, I don't know. It's it's refreshing in a way that 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 um, you're kind of really delving into the different identities in the community as opposed to just like a blanket like our gay wrestler or something like that, like some like that like some companies have done before. Um, what does it mean to you to to be able to like accurately represent yourself as a gender fluid person? on on AEW programming uh it's awesome like i feel like um what better way to you know showcase an lgbtq person um authentically and not just the character or gimmick or in a straight person's um character like it doesn't you know especially in 2020 it doesn't work today it's not authentic if it's not if it's not authentic you shouldn't be doing it and i feel like the fact that they're using nyla and i and, we're, and they're using us as ourselves, um, it just speaks volumes to the fans. And it shows that AEW is truly what they're saying they are. This alternative, you know, company is this, this you know, this um, inc- all-inclusive company. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really an amazing thing. What has the fan response been for you, like, to experience? Like, what has it been like for you to experience that? Um, feedback from fans who see themselves more now on television than you? The best. Uh, I just <laughs> like seeing them at the meet and greets and things like that and getting their um, their messages online. It feels really good. And I'm just very thankful. Mm. I'm very thankful they have uh, representation and someone to look up to because obviously there wasn't that, you know, back in the days. Like it wasn't that when I was a kid. Um, so I'm just glad that, you know, I get to be a part of um, a revolution, you know, with Nyla, with Sonia, you know, with a lot of different people, you know, the Jake Atlas. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot more uh, representation in the spotlight. So I'm glad I get to be a part of that. Oh, definitely. Um, I, I've also found that um, you in particular have been someone who I have found a very easy access point for um, LGBTQ people that maybe not necessarily be into pro wrestling um, to have an access point into it in a way. And because my partner and I, first off, you're my partner's favorite wrestler now, by the way, <laughs> like they, they, they fell in love with you the minute they saw you come out at fight for the fallen with the cheerleaders. Um, <laughs> so, it was perfect, but I we've shown that match with your match against Peter Avalon from last year to multiple people that we know within the community that um, aren't pro wrestling fans, and just the fact that they have seen someone that accurately represents 
themselves or at least part of themselves on television has made them more interested in it. Do you think that AEW's commitment to showcasing um, LGBTQ uh, personalities um, has, do you feel like it's translated in that way that you're seeing like new fans that maybe hadn't been spoken to um, coming in to, to watch AEW? Uh, I get messages like that all the time. So I definitely, definitely think that there's a lot of new fans. Like some people would say like, oh my God, I haven't watched wrestling or I haven't you know, ever, you know, saw wrestling in a way in, in, a, in a way that I see it now because there's people like you and Nyla on there. So I'm, that's like the, the coolest thing. And then like now they're big, big fans online. And they're researching other LGBT performers. It's the coolest. So I do want to move into uh, Five for the Fall in a bit because I'll, I'll be frank, like you're, your name is somewhat synonymous with the event, at least for, for me at this point, because <laughs> your, your two biggest moments in, in the company so far are going to be coming on the, the only two editions of Fight for the Fallen. You know, last year you had your first singles match against Peter Avalon in a, what I thought was a show-stealing performance, personally. Uh, yeah. um, and then this year, obviously, you are facing Cody for the yeah. TNT Championship. Um. <laughs> A year on from from that first match, and now you're in there against Cody. Like, what is it? Looking back on on that year, like, what does it mean to you to see the journey that you've taken from from there to there? And what does it mean to, to you to have like probably your your two biggest moments so far be on Fight for the Fallen? Yeah, Fight for the Fallen for me is definitely um, it's a highlight, and it's I feel like it's um, it's very very like touching to me like to think about just because it's my first, it was my first singles match with AEW and having the cheerleaders there was my one of my favorite 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 moments I've had in AEW so far and then now this year I, I'm wrestling Cody who's one of the greatest of all time and he's an amazing passionate wrestler he's the bomb and I'm just looking so looking forward to it um but yeah it's it's I can't even fathom it like Fight for the Fallen is it for me <laughs> um, <laughs> can't wait for this Wednesday tomorrow actually yeah it's um it's gonna be amazing and I'm gonna prove to the world and show the LGBT community that uh, hey like you can do anything you put your mind to mm. uh, d I definitely expect that wholeheartedly um I, I, d I do find it interesting like obviously like you said earlier there there has been like backlash online for from from people uh, from very ignorant people I would say um, regarding, you know, the the promotion of, of LGBTQ personalities on on AEW programming, but your statement in response was very empowering in a lot of ways, and I think that there was one uh, line in there that really spoke to to me, and I think to a lot of people on there, where you basically said, "This is not only for me, but for us. Like this this match is not just for Sunny Kiss; it is for LG, the LGBTQ community." pro wrestling or not like you're bringing us into that ring with you and and this is for everyone how does that that thought process manifest for you like what does it mean to you to have this large community and and be at the forefront of it going into this match and having and bringing that community alongside you it's more so just because um there wasn't ever real real representation and then having this high profile match um, it's like someone that they can look up to and it's like, okay, now they have like a huge opportunity and they're not just used for comedy spots or gimmicks or whatever. So um, it's just a kind of like a statement in a way 
So even whether I win or lose, the fact that I have this match under my belt, it just shows that you can do anything. And you're not just, you're not just a gimmick. You're not just a character. Um, you can be um, a kick-ass, you know, fighting phenom or whatever. Um, so, and, and yeah, you could be effeminate and unapologetic. It's, and you'll be fine. So it's just a matter of um, me letting them know and me showing them basically you know, through, through me, that anything is possible. Because if you look at last year, too, like, being the first match, being in the buy-in, and having a five-man match, so probably having, like, like a classic that, um, I don't want to actually put that much pressure on myself. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's healthy. It's healthy to do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's basically, like, me showing them that you can do anything. Nice. Um, and I, I do find that same respect for your ability coming from, from Cody's camp as well. Obviously, on uh, the road to Fight for the Fallen that came out earlier today, um, Cody, in that interview, basically said, you are the modern snapshot of what a pro wrestler looks like in 2020. What does it mean to you to hear that, that descriptor put on, put on you by someone in the position that Cody is in? Uh, that's amazing. I actually didn't even hear him say that. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And when your peers think that about you and when your peers believe in you, like there's nothing better than that. And, um, yeah, I just can't wait until tomorrow and I get to actually prove to Cody and show him that, you know, those words are true. Um, obviously you do have some history with uh, with Cody's family, though, um, because last year, uh, or earlier this year, actually, I believe, you had the chance to um, form a dream team of sorts with you and Dustin Rhodes. Um, I, I'm curious, is like you were very vocal on social media about like this, this being like something that you had, had dreamt of doing for for a long time. Obviously, Dustin has a, a place, I think, for. In a, a formative place for a lot of uh, LGBTQ pro wrestling fans based off of, you know, the Goldust persona and mm-hmm. other work that he's done over the years. What was it about um, having the opportunity to team with Dustin that really spoke to you in that moment and what made it that, that sort of dream come true um, thing for you? I think because um, people keep kept telling me, it's like, oh my God, it's my childhood uh, flamboyant character in my you know, you know, modern day. But the thing is, it was still great because it was like, here's the character, here, you know, here's the gimmick, here's the character, but here's like the actual representation, which I thought was really, really cool as well. And Dustin kind of took me under his wings. So he became my mentor, uh, him and Billy. And um, so like kind of just having him there and just kind of like him guiding me while also kind of like fulfilling like, you know, my friends' dreams and fans' like dreams. It's like, oh my God, this is the dream matchup. Uh, I thought that was just really, really cool, and it was awesome. And I, I would love to team with him again one day, one day down. <laughs> Definitely, and and I love the matching ring gear, by the way, um, for for that tag team. It was uh, spot on. <laughs> I surprised him with it. Um, yeah, he had no idea. Uh, I um, heard I was heard I was tag teaming with Dustin. And so I called my gear maker. I said, listen, can you make something like this, but in Sunny Kiss style? So I did that. And I surprised him. He was like, no way. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and of course, now you are being featured, you know, outside of the match with Cody, you're been kind of making a name for yourself in another tag team with Joey Janela, um, which has been a very interesting dynamic to see play out on, uh, on pro on AW programming. Obviously both of you, um, Jersey, uh, the, and the Jersey comes through, I think in the tag team there, like what, what, what is special to you about that dynamic between you and Joey, both like in the ring and out of the ring? Uh, so there's quite a few factors. A lot of people don't realize that we actually have a lot in common, besides being from Jersey. Uh, we've, dri- <laughs> <laughs> we've driven together on the Indies, um, 8, 16, maybe 24 hours sometimes together. Like, we've, we've been on the road. So, um, we put in some miles together, and that's kind of, like, helped us to build, like, you know, our chemistry. So even before we were even a team. And uh, there's a lot of things that we like that we have in common and, you know, us listening to Limp Bizkit and Creed and, you know, things like that. Like, <laughs> and Crazy Town, like, up to um, Toronto, things like that. Like, we, like, have, like, the coolest dynamic. It's, um, it's awesome because it's, it's authentic. It's not, it's not forced. Um, Joey is Joey on me. There's nothing that's really, you know, we're kind of just intertwining our rebellious, unique characters. So um, it's really, really nothing forced. And I love that. I love that it's very authentic. No, it comes across very authentic. Like it really does seem like just like two friends that are just kind of like meeting back up here and, and now just applying their craft together to, to make, to kind of like back each other up in a way. To that point, is Joey going to be in your corner the same way you were in his corner in his match against uh, Lance Archer uh, last week? I don't know. Um, I, I, I think that this will be a fair match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that there will be a need for Joey to, uh, you know, go crazy on somebody considering, you know, Cody is, uh, Cody is pretty respectful. And um, I think that maybe, um, maybe he won't be needed, but um, I would like him to be there. But um, we'll see. Nice. A little suspense ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess my, my final question for you, Sonny, because um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. But if you if you win this championship tomorrow, what message does that send to the LGBTQ pro wrestling scene? Even if you don't win it, though, like it, win or lose here, what 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 message do you think um, this match and being put in such a high profile spot? Um, says to the LGBTQ pro wrestling community that has watched you and watches AEW and, and is really seeing themselves in a major pro wrestling organization for the first time? Um, so I think I'm picking up where Nyla left off in a way. Um, Nyla became the first ever, you know, transgender signed to a promotion, a major promotion, and then she became the women's champion. That speaks loud volumes and so just even me having this match me being an effeminate you know lgbt uh, person um and just being as unique as i am um i think it shows that it's very possible um in in the lgbtq plus people of color as well i think it definitely shows them that you can definitely do anything you put your mind to and you you know with a lot of hard work people will notice regardless of what your sexuality is or your identity is um and uh yeah so stay tuned and uh check it out tomorrow no i'm definitely excited to see the match uh sunny 
thank you so much for 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 coming on the show today and and just speaking to all of this um let everyone know where they can find you online and um and obviously check out the match uh wednesday night a on uh, aw dynamite um it's at 8 p.m eastern on tnt fight for the fallen okay so you can find me on social media at sunny kiss xl at facebook twitter and instagram awesome nice <laughs> well thank you sunny thank you My thanks once again to Sunny Kiss for, for coming on the show. Um, she was a treat to have. And uh, definitely follow her on uh, all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you can find her. Um, Sunny is a blast. Yeah, this was, uh, this was awesome. Definitely do not forget to, to check out that match coming up with Cody on Wednesday at 8 p.m. TNT. AW fight for the fallen uh, it's gonna be a treat and I know that Sonny put uh, put some lofty expectations upon himself but like I said in the, sh- in the conversation that that's healthy and I think that Sonny and Cody will knock this out of the park it should be a blast to watch and I am super excited for it um, that being said that's gonna bring our show today to an end uh, but before we get out of here, we do have to say some big thank yous to people that help make this show as awesome as it is. Uh, the first, of course, being Daniel Quasar, the designer of the Progress Pride flag that we use in our logo. The Progress Pride flag designed by Daniel Quasar is a product of Progress Initiative. You can find out more at quasar.digital. And of course, a big thank you to Sarah and the Safe Word for the show's theme song, Formula 666. That's off the album Red Hot and Holy. You can find them on Twitter at STSW Band. You can check out their music on Spotify and Bandcamp at sarahandthesafeword.bandcamp.com. You can follow me on Twitter at WonderboyOTM. You can follow the show on Twitter at LGBTRingPod. And of course, if you're into video games, I also host a gaming news show every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific called the Mr. Video Game Super Show. Uh, it's usually a good two hours of just running through the week's gaming news, critique, having just some fun with, with everything, as well as the, the serious stuff there. Um, yeah, it's just a blast. It's really cool. Check that out over at twitch.tv slash deadsunentertainment. Sun, like the star. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it, I think, for us here today. Can't wait for Fight for the Fallen. It's going to be a fun one. Um, but until next week, or maybe the next time that we come to you, I don't know. We'll see. Y'all stay messy. Wash your hands. And wear your mask. And we'll see you next week. Bye.